0: Hello everyone it's Danny
1: and I'm Zach
0: welcome to the ignite your fire podcast we're here with some new topics to discuss yeah so today
1: we're gonna dive into the whole thought of change and what does it take to change and uh, maybe some fears that people have as far as changing their nutrition or fitness programs and how you can kind of overcome those
0: yeah, I'd really like to focus in on the space between having the idea of what you would like to step into and the action of actually doing it. Oh, man. So that little pause in between where we go, you know, I've been wanting to try this out, but I don't know. Like, yeah. can, we, can we focus in on the butt of this? Like, what that little space is about when people feel apprehensive to step into something new or give it a try, especially if they've heard mixed things about what it's going to be like.
1: So get ready for this, everyone. Get ready to make some change happen.
0: And we are super excited to introduce to you 30 Days to Wellness.
1: Tell me more, Danny.
0: All right. So we've got this program starting up January 1st. It's going to be 30 days of amazing stuff, such as yoga, meditation, fitness. What else, Zach?
1: Oh, there's going to be nutrition topics. We're going to have motivational quotes to inspire you along the way. So all this stuff you can get for only $35. And if you use a coupon code FRVIP, that will get you another $5 off. So for $1 a day, you can have this awesome experience. It's a really great present to give away at the holidays and to maybe get your loved one in the, uh, started in the right direction.
0: Yeah, and there's so many great perks about this. Like it's completely virtual, so you get to stay home while you take this journey with us. And not to mention that it's only 15 minutes a day. So we're gonna be really mindful of those of you who have really busy schedules, even if you're working from home or you have families, so we can card this time out for you to stay on track with your wellness.
1: And there will be optional one hour long classes, You can do uh, calls with your instructors. There's plenty of built-in optional uh, things that if you want to take it to that next level, you absolutely can.
0: We all know what 2020 has been. We're really excited for what 2021 will be. So please join us for this amazing opportunity, guys. We can't wait to work with you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Ignite Your Fire podcast, where we are focusing in on the apprehension about trying something new.
1: Oh man, Danny, this is such a great topic because it's so hard to change. We get set in our ways, and it's crazy how hard it is to kind of get moving in a different direction.
0: I understand. Even saying it, you know, just five seconds ago, like talking about the apprehension of trying something new, I could physically feel like this reaction of uh, resistance. Oh, totally. I'm a human. I have the same issues. Like starting something new or changing something, it's like, ah, I know that's going to take effort. And
1: have you ever noticed that, like, let's say a loved one, family member or something calls you out on something that they want you to change and you're like... Uh, screw you like i'm good <laughs>
0: yeah you do you i'll do me like <laughs> yeah. it's
1: totally like that feeling of like i'm good I, I i eat well i sleep great i you know i take care of me all the time like you focus on you and you always want to displace blame and it's like so important sometimes to kind of look in and trust me i'm not perfect I, you're not well, okay no <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, sometimes it's really hard to, like, look in and and kind of self-reflect and make change. But uh, when you do start to make change, it can kind of work in a snowball type, you know, thing where it just builds up momentum and you want better things and feeling better. So, Danny, how have you changed, maybe, in, like, the last 24 hours?
0: (laughs) Well, um, the biggest thing that I can pass along that I have learned is... Being able to forgive myself, yeah, um, because we tend to self-sabotage, and I know we've touched on that in past podcasts. But it really relates to this idea of stepping into something new or changing a habit or creating a new habit. Um, it's difficult because it means that we have to come to terms with the fact that we're the one standing in our way. We, like, I am the one who is perpetuating the cycle if I haven't changed or if I'm not stepping into that thing that I want to do that's new and foreign to me I know it's because I have my own web of thoughts in my head that's just holding me back so it's more or less I have to like I have to own my own stuff like I I have to catch myself and go okay I forgive myself for being where I am for being a human let's step forward
1: yeah, I think that's really important is to be self-aware, conscious. Um, I, I think it's important to take a step back sometimes and maybe not answer something immediately with a no. You know, like pause. Be still in the moment for a second. And be like, huh, maybe I should try that out. Even if it's as far as like food or... because. Food's one that comes to the top of my mind so much because there's a lot of resistance when it comes to food change, right? Or diet change or habit change. People think that they automatically can't do something. I could never. I could never go without eating pizza or whatever, you mm-hmm. know? And, you know, it, it might be true. You may be won't go the rest of your life without eating pizza, but you could, if you wanted to, if pizza fell off the face of the earth, you would be required to never eat pizza again. And you could do it, you would live. Humans have an amazing way of adapting and changing. And I guess if this pandemic has taught us anything, uh, it's that we are totally adaptable. And so if you're open to change, it might not be the same, um, but it can be very empowering, enlightening, uh, and rewarding to actually accept change and so I, I really think that sometimes we get ourselves uh, give ourselves a no or a self-sabotage like to steal a word from you um, way before we even get started just because we're like oh wait I can never you know like or or I, or I would never you know I've never played you know for instance I had a situation recently where we were playing a game, and I'm not much of a game person. I just don't like games. <laughs> I don't, uh, yeah, it's, don't don't give me those judgy eyes, Danny. I'm not judging you.
0: <laughs> I, I just feel like I could change your mind. Games are so no, fun. They can be. I
1: just part of me gets like this anxiety that gets going, where like if it's a fast moving game, like my brain wants to like take it in slow, and then I get like this pressure feeling from inside. So I just there. then so you'd be
0: more of like a chess.
1: Yes, a a cerebral game I enjoy. Um, But, anyways, uh, so we were going to play a game uh, with my my family where uh, we were doing a murder mystery. And it was really fun because normally I would say no to that situation, but I try to like totally play it up. So it was like I dressed up for it, like I try to go all in, read my character lines, like even push myself outside of my comfort zone and doing a voice. That wasn't mine, and it was just Can fun. Can you give
0: us an example?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I cannot. Uh, That's just for just for the family murder mystery night. Uh, but it was a lot of fun, and I would not have had as much fun sitting on the couch or y- even getting. You know, this is different. It's just fun and different, and but just by saying yes. It's kind of like that movie, uh, Yes Man, with Jim Carrey. I don't know if you ever saw that. But if you just say yes and open your your heart and mind to it, it can turn into something really great.
0: So when I was 18 and started, you know, I got out of high school. I started college. um, I realized that college expected you to try. And I was like, wait, what? Uh, Because for whatever reason, high school, it was a little bit easier to, to skim through. And to make a long story short, For years, I used to say, college isn't for me. And I went into massage therapy. It was great. I started my own career. I was independent. And that was wonderful. But my point about this is that it's important to be mindful of what we tell ourselves. Because I said that over and over and over again, not only to myself, but to people that would talk to me about my life choices. I would just say, college just isn't for me. And the truth about that, when we reflect on, on these things that we believe in, deep down, I didn't think I was smart enough to succeed in college. And there was a deep fear. I, I was afraid of failing because I was already starting to fail when I started college. And so I just quit. I just stopped. and like, this isn't for me. I can't do it. And so for years, again, like that was when I was 18, I decided, all right, I'm just not college material. It wasn't until I was 25 that I decided, you know what? What if I just try really, really hard? And I went back to school. I built relationships with each teacher, explained to them how my style of learning is, that I'm a little bit slower, but I'm going to try my hardest. I went to the tutors. I studied hard, and I ended up getting my bachelor's degree with high honors in biology. So, like, not to toot my own horn, but I'm so deeply proud of myself for accomplishing that because for years, I told myself that I was not made for college, that I was not good enough to be a success story, and all it took was me changing what I was saying. All it took was for the words that I was saying to myself to speak something different.
1: Well, and I think you're, you're hitting on something as far as like confidence in yourself a little bit too, right? I mm-hmm. mean, because mm-hmm. I think so many times uh, we shoot ourselves down because we're worried about failure. You know, it's that fear of failure of I'm not good enough in whatever it is. And so you don't suddenly want to put yourself out there because you're worried that you're going to be um, you're going to be bad at what you're doing, you're going to be a phony, you're going to be whatever negative thing that you want to put into it, uh, you, you put that out there before it even has happened. Yeah. And so you're not giving yourself the opportunity to like really experience life to its fullest or experience uh, what you're totally capable of, of because you're shutting it down. And we do this so many times throughout the course of our life. And humans are capable of doing a lot of really good things if we just focus in on like positive energy and positive feelings and can-do attitudes. And I know that's kind of cheesy sounding or cliche sounding, but you seriously have to have like that can-do attitude when it comes to everything. Because even, you know, I've been training for a long time and I've had so many clients that just shut me down before they even give it a shot. You know, they're like, I can never do a push-up. why? Well, who's telling you you can't do a push-up? I'm not telling you you can't do a push-up even if it's very unlikely that you're ever going to get a push-up. why hold yourself back? Mm-hmm. you know Or the other side of it is they put this unrealistic goal or expectation on on it uh, on their lives before they even get to it. So they'll say, I want to get down to 115 pounds okay, well, why, <laughs> right? Like, why is that your goal? And because what happens is then all of a sudden when you're not down to 115 pounds that next week because you have another 75 pounds to go, then you start to like self-sabotage yourself again. And I knew I could never do it. Well, no, you're just you're unrealistic with yourself. You know, you should take change um, and, and approach it with realistic goals and take it over time and, and realize too, like, you are human, and we go back to this topic of being human a lot. But you are human, and it's normal to feel nervous. It's normal to feel fear, but embrace it and tackle it, and make a change, make a difference, and kind of have fun with it, right? Because if you do fail, there's been a lot of times where like I'll fail at something, um, but if I look at it from a perspective of like, well, at least I like that was. Fun, <laughs> like I learned a lot about myself. You know, like from a nutritional standpoint, maybe you tried intermittent fasting and you screw up, right? Like all of a sudden you ate at nine when you were supposed to eat at ten, <laughs> right? Well, that's okay. But what did you learn over the course of the fifteen hours instead of the sixteen hours?
0: Right. You know, so like, these are the places where forgive yourself. Yeah. Like step one. Okay, we're human. Like just put that little reminder in there we're going to mess up sometimes. Mm -hmm. That happens, especially when we're trying. And also being mindful of not getting caught up in the idea that to grow, to progress is linear. It's not linear. So another example, if I were to just jump back to my journey going through college, it's not like all of a sudden I just was doing fantastic the entire time. I would increase and do better and better and better and then all of a sudden take a class that was really hard and it would kind of drop a bit and I would struggle but those are the spaces where it's so important to stay with it and to say kind compassionate truths to yourself
1: yeah and I think one of the things too is when you're talking about your college example maybe that wasn't the right time for you when you went to college the a time.
0: absolutely you know and
1: sometimes That's okay to revisit that now that you're, you know, once you get a little bit older or, you know, it's okay to revisit if it's something that you really want, because I think that's the other thing that we shut ourselves down with sometimes is just because when I was younger, I didn't like this or I didn't, I couldn't do that. Well, you're a different person now. So why not try it again and see if it does work for you if you really want to do it? If you don't, then that's a different ballgame, right? Like if you don't want to go to college, then that's okay too. And you can be successful in a lot of different ways. And maybe just college isn't the right thing for you as a specific person. But if you do, then you have to be open to revisiting it. And, And you can make some changes that way.
0: Absolutely. And, and to move forward, to like tie this into to what we stand for here with Focused Results is to ask our listeners, what do you feel physically when you are asked, what do you think about yoga? What do you think about training? What do you think about nutrition? Like, what do you feel when you hear these questions? How about
1: meditation, Danny? Because <laughs> I hear that a lot. Like, I tell people about meditation all the time. No, no, I've never. I'm, I'm too tough for that. I've, I've got my own thing. You know, like all this yeah. stuff. And it's like, okay.
0: Those are the spaces where I strongly encourage you to do a little bit of research. Um, because there's this, common misconception in western society that meditation and yoga is very like woo woo or you know very spiritual and and although i can absolutely attest to saying it can be very spiritual it does not have to be my favorite thing about yoga and meditation is that it's universal you don't have to ascribe to a specific dogma religion whatsoever you can just be jack who lives on the other block who just you know does, does
1: jack run with zach really <laughs> really Yeah, <Mandy? laughs> <laughs> she's looking right at me everybody just so everybody knows she's looking right at me jack quote unquote
0: it could be jack and you know what he rides a harley and you know he's got a dog and he works out in his garage and he does meditation yeah. why because it helps him with his stress levels It helps him with his focus and his overall quality of life. There are scientific studies that show how beneficial meditation is for your body, for your mind, for your soul. And do you have road rage? I have road rage. Come on, people. If I have road rage, that's saying something. So whenever I teach a yoga class, whenever I meditate, I am always just at a different level where I can be more open-minded. So, you know, when, when Susie cuts me off in her minivan, instead Susie of cuts going... You off a
1: lot. I've heard about Susie a lot.
0: <laughs> instead of going, what the hell, Susie? What's your deal? I go, you know what? Maybe Susie is running late to pick up her dog from the grooming and... I don't want her dog to wait like i get it you know what susie you have a good day and be safe it it just offers me a different space to have a clearer mentality and and go into things with a lot more compassion
1: so i think something to kind of shift gears here a little bit something that uh is really important to learn from this is to challenge yourself um so many times we think that we get into the same routines and patterns. And when I talk to nutritional clients, I always challenge them to try something new because we all get into patterns with what we eat. Right. Um, and, and we are resistant to change or to try something just because maybe you have a bad association from when you're a kid or, or whatever the case might be. But for instance, right now, and this is kind of a plug, but since, Danny and I don't really make money to do this podcast and we haven't made that lovely <laughs> masterclass probably isn't going to give me a, 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 any kind of money for this. But my wife and I have been doing masterclass lately and it's been really great because like you get to see these professionals in different avenues. And so let's say like we've already done a gardening class. I know how to garden ish, right? We have a garden at least. Um, and we've been doing it for a number of years, but there was so many new things that I learned within like 30 seconds of this guy presenting a masterclass. And it was just great. Right. And it, I learned so much and I'm, I'm excited for the, for the next season for gardening. Um, we watched a, a guy, a chef cooking and just watching him cut, like I learned something new, like, and, and I might try to change different ways that we do things in the kitchen or prepare different vegetables. And and you can learn from all these things, but we close ourselves down sometimes because either we think we know too much, we know what works well for us. Like I hear that a lot of times. Oh, I, I know what works well for me. Well, so yeah.
0: You
1: just close Yeah, you just kind of close it out. Why? Mm-hmm. You
0: know? I, I've definitely been guilty of doing it. Oh, yeah.
1: Tell me, Danny. Tell me more. <laughs> tell me. Tell me what. I just
0: I didn't want to jump in if you were no, still writing the No, please. No,
1: please tell me about how <laughs> you're closed-minded because you seem pretty open-minded. I mean,
0: now I'm open-minded. Oh, okay. Um, but I've been there where I almost felt a need to defend my point of view or the reason why I didn't want to try something. To just go, well, it's not for me. I'm not interested. Um. And, and that's difficult because, I, I, and I don't want to point fingers or like, you know, cast any type of judgment. But when we do that, when we shut ourselves off from something, we're being close-minded in the sense that we're not even giving ourselves an opportunity to entertain what this could be. I'm like, give it a try. And another thing for what I've witnessed, which is really common, is people will tell me that yoga's not for them because they had a bad experience that they did try it, they were open to it, tried it out, went to a class, had a terrible experience. So now they know that they're done. And all I can say to that is, but there's so many different types of yoga. There's so many different yoga instructors and we all teach in different ways. So instead of closing ourselves off um, after that first exposure, can we really tap into it a little bit more? Can we try it out? Can we sift through and see what will work for us?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that can happen with nutrition, fitness, yoga, meditation, and what happens is is it holds us back, right, from being successful when it comes to um, physically, mentally, and overall our wellness, which is really what Danny and I are are striving to help people do is become the best versions of themselves it's like when you close yourself off, and you come into like your session, and you say, "I can't do that," or if you, you know, you look at a nutritionist, or you are on some online blog, and you're like, "I can never look like that," or "I can never, um, you know, eat like that." Well, you're just shutting yourself off, and you're not going to be as successful as you possibly could be. And if you just change that mindset to be positive, and you come into your session, and you're like, "You know what, Zach? I'm going to give it all I got today." I don't know what that means. And just like, you you take the wheel, and we'll just just see where it ends up. And that kind of mindset is just awesome. And I think there's gotta be a lot of trust that goes into that, obviously. Like you have to trust the chef that you're learning to cook from, or you have to trust a yoga instructor, and that has to happen. And that's kind of a different topic. But the change, like if you find that person that can help you with that change, it can be liberating, it can be exciting. It can be something that gets you to your full potential.
0: I think at the end of the day, we just need to feel seen. We need to feel heard. We need to feel validated. And when you meet a nutritionist or a, a personal trainer or a yoga instructor or a meditation instructor or what have you, um, you try them out, right? But when you meet someone that hears you, that understands where you're coming from and what your goals are, that's when we can start to let our guard down. That's so common. I know it is for me. If if I walk into a class and I can tell that you are not resonating with me, like let's say I'm looking at another instructor and they're just kind of, you know, doing their own thing, but I don't feel like this is really resonating for where I am in my journey. It's nothing personal. I just know that. This just isn't a connection that serves me, and so I need to shift. I need to go elsewhere. Um, but that ties back to you saying, like, we find that trust with with the people who are guiding us.
1: And I think there has to be some vulnerability, ability, right? Like,
0: absolutely, you have
1: to really be vulnerable with um, with being able to put yourself out there because sometimes it's really nerve wracking. Like, even so, with this podcast, you know, I haven't done it for a bunch of years, and and not because I couldn't do it. But there was always this little part of me that was like, uh, you know, your voice isn't going to sound out good on microphone. You're not going to have interesting enough topics to talk about. People aren't going to listen. But I just got to this point where I'm like, I'm going to try and I'm going to put myself out there. And I met Danny and it just seems like it just makes sense for the both of us to do this. And so, you know, and we're just going to see kind of where it goes. But it's like one of those things where if I did not try it or if we did not try it together, and we didn't put trust in each other to do it, then then who knows, we just shutting ourselves off before even getting started.
0: I completely agree. You, you've got to just, uh, here we go, just jump, and, and see where it takes you. The, the same is true for my yoga training. When I had that thought of becoming a yoga instructor, I was so apprehensive, and I remember talking to the woman who was instructing me, and I, I just told her, like, I'm curious about the teacher training program, but I feel like I'm not good enough. I haven't been practicing for that long." And she gave me the kindest smile, and she just said, you'll be great, trust me. Gave me the information, and I just baby stepped into it. And I'm so grateful, because although like I can't do every single yoga pose that has been created, um, I find that my vulnerability is my superpower. When I teach a yoga class, the fact that I can't do it all is what invites people to feel comfortable with me because I can use that vulnerability as an example and say, hey, I get it. If this doesn't feel good or if this isn't working for you, that is okay. Let's do something else. And to drop that judgment of thinking we have to be perfect already feels so liberating.
1: Absolutely does. And I think... The, the other thing that people should really like, we should all focus in on really is being able to be ready to change like the same pattern. So it's like so many times I've met people or even myself, like when I was first getting started in the work career, like, are you really made me think about it, Danny, when you were talking about your yoga, um, is that like, when I started off working, I was like, I got to get an office job. I got to make a ton of money. Like I gotta, you know, do all this, that, and the other, and then I'm going to get married. I'm going to have kids and everything's going to work out perfectly right <laughs> I resonate
0: with that you resonate yeah. with that <laughs> that's
1: another podcast and I was like <laughs> and then I did and then you know I do the office job because even though I have my degree in kinesiology I'm like you know there's no money as a personal trainer because why isn't everybody jumping in my book as soon as I open it right um and, you know, it's just interesting because then you go and follow this career path. And I was terrible at it, but I was just like, I'm making more money. and I'm living in Chicago. It's great. Oh, wait, I don't want to do this. I'm going to move out to Colorado. I'm going to be an athletic administrator. Like I have all this happening. And really, I was like needing to change back to what my roots were. What I wanted to do is I wanted to be a personal trainer. And I was going down this path that everybody else was telling me, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not a good way to approach it. In my opinion you know because just because everybody else is doing it doesn't mean that you should do it as well and i had to change back to being who i was internally what drove me and then i found happiness within it right and then i started going down this path of being able to own my own business and starting off wellness retreats and then having an amazing podcast that millions of people listen to (laughs) (laughs) gold <laughs> <laughs> gold but there it is. but um you know that change to be able to realize who i was and, and to realize that i'm i'm different than my other friends who have office jobs and are happy and are doing really well and uh, i changed and made my own path i think that's important
0: it absolutely is important along mm-hmm. with Being mindful of not comparing ourselves to to someone else's journey. That's that's a difficult one, especially in today's society where we have social media, like so many different platforms where we often see and or post the highlights of life as opposed to all the walls in between. We've got filters now, so we look great. We've got trips. We've got beautiful areas where we can take pictures and go, look how great my life is. And then what happens when we're scrolling and we want to be happy for our friends and our loved ones is that we start to think about ourselves and go, why am I not there? Like, why, why don't I have a family yet? Why don't I have that job? Why don't I have this or that? And, and so focusing on where we want to be in life and remembering that it's separate. We're all connected, but at the same time, our journey is so divinely specific to who we are prime example going back to to my journey through college. I was close to 10 years older than the kids I was sharing space with. And at first, I felt a little on the edge because I'm like, here's these kids who are just going straight through. They're already in the mindset. They've got their momentum. I'm super impressed because I wasn't there when I was their age. But then I shift the focus. I remember that this is my journey I'm here because I want to learn. I want to enrich myself. And I, I want to see what I'm capable of. And it was in that journey that I realized, you know what? I have something special where I have the maturity. I can now see a little bit farther than these teenagers who are amazing, super capable, and very smart, and I commend them. But I was proud of myself because at my age, I knew that I had something different. I had a little bit more where I could really take each class for what it was worth. So our journeys are different and it's important to not compare ourselves to others and you know if let's let's talk about Susie again. Say Susie is punching Freaking in. Susie. <laughs> what if Susie is posting how many miles she walked yesterday?
1: Susie gets 20,000 steps, I bet. And
0: it's like, are you kidding me, Susie? Thanks for making me feel like crap. Like, uh, I, I walked from the couch to the refrigerator and back at least 50 times today. But, hey, whatever. Um, we're all on our own journey. And you know what? Maybe Susie does that because she's trying to feel validated and she's proud of herself. what she's doing
1: yeah I think you know and that's the thing and I think you have to be uh, on your own journey your own path your own thought process and be open to being the best version of yourself that you can be and so I really you know kind of to, to wrap things up in closing here I really think that it's important for everybody who's listening to this podcast try something new this week just something. It doesn't small, big, I don't care. Try something different. If you watch TV every night, read a book. If you, you know, if you've never cooked shellfish before, cook something different. You know, or try a different vegetable. Have fun with it and enjoy it. Go into your personal trainer, um, and hopefully that's me, and tell them <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> and tell them how you want to try a different exercise or you want to um, you know, try a different piece of equipment that you've never tried before. Um, because that, you know, that'll open you up to new experiences. And I just really want to challenge everybody to try that just this week and see what happens. And if you really like it, try it again next week. If you're a shower person, take a bath. Ooh, oh I love that. What other things can we think of, Danny? It's quick little changes.
0: Um, I love this. I think just expose yourself to a lot of different things. Write it down or listen to some, you know, YouTube videos or TED talks or whatever you need. You've never
1: shared a podcast. Share a podcast.
0: Specifically, this one. Hey, you look like you could ignite your fire. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: but notice what your versions are. When you hear something come up, whether it's yoga, meditation, nutrition, what have you, notice what you feel about it. And especially if there's an aversion to it, try asking yourself why. And then step into it. Totally. Just immerse yourself in it. This week, this weekend, just give it a try and see what happens because you might be surprised.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you everybody for listening to us today. Um, Please share this podcast with any friends, family members that you think – could use some change in their life. It it could be really fun for them and fun for you to see them change.
0: Agreed. Thank you all so much for listening. We are always here to support you, to encourage you, and to talk about anything that comes to mind that you would like us to cover. So please feel free to reach out on any of our social media platforms or shoot us an email.
1: Yeah, and you can visit our website, of course, at fitwithfr.com. But until next time, stay focused, everyone.
0: Peace out, guys.